You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. All right, so exciting news on Tuesday the 27th, the morning of Tuesday the 27th in Australian time, Eastern time, about 6.45, the EDL, the entry, descent and landing phase of the InSight mission took place. And uh, I actually had set an alarm and mm-hmm. I kind of ignored it to start. I think I set it for 10 past six. I was confused about exactly, you know, allowing for, you know, the, the international time differences and so on. It was 11.05 UTC. Anyway, so I, I managed to, uh, to be watching via a stream that NASA TV did. I got to see that uh, that build up of excitement in the uh, in the control, in the room. control yeah. room, and then and then finally the uh, the message came through. So all safe, they're down on the surface that landed where they were supposed to land. At the moment, they'll be in the process of deploying their solar panels, these big round solar petals mm-hmm. on either side of the lander. It's actually the same lander design. The, the sort of chassis design is the same as Mars Phoenix from about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It went up to it was the North Pole, of, it landed up in the sort of the equivalent of the Arctic Circle, if you like, of Mars. Mm-hmm. And it landed on, on ice, basically, just below the surface. Uh, they scratched into the surface. There was solid ice yeah, right. up there. So yeah. that was the northernmost latitude they've ever been with a lander. So similar design, solar powered. It's a fixed lander. It doesn't move around. It's got three legs. It has various science instruments. These are deployed via a crane. So there's a seismometer mm-hmm. that gets picked up off the, off the deck and deposited very gently onto the ground. Mm. A bit like, you know, those amusement park where you've got the to pick up, cranes, got to yeah. pick up the, the toy or the chocolate yeah. bar or something with a claw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit like that. I mean, hopefully it's going to all work according to plan and mm-hmm. you won't be sort of up against the odds. But it has to do that. So it has to deploy them using this crane. And it has a seismometer. Uh, it, it, it deposits that with a cable linking it back to the main spacecraft. Because it's all permanently stationary, isn't it? It's not going to move anywhere. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't go. It doesn't, doesn't rove. And then after that has happened, they take a little cover off the deck and put that over it. That protects it. So mm-hmm. there's two stages of putting the seismometer into place. Mm-hmm. A very, very sensitive instrument. And then another thing that the crane does is just deposit the drill. And I believe that this was the French-made instrument on board Insight, which had the problem, which, which caused had delayed the delay. Mission, yeah, yeah, it was supposed to take. It was supposed to go 26 months ago, mm-hmm. be there 26 months ago, I should say. Uh, it missed that launch window because they weren't sure about the performance of the the drill, and so they, uh, you know, they they went back to the drawing board. They retested it all, made sure everything was working, and packaged it up and sent it. Launched and six it, months that, ago, it launched. Six months ago, yeah. it launched, and, and now it's arrived. It also had a couple of cube sats. Uh, involved as well and uh, and these flew sort of in parallel with the main spacecraft and they are actually were able to act as relays so the photo that's been sent back at this stage and we're only talking what four or five hours yeah. after the landing mm-hmm. right now that we're recording this this discussion they were able to get very early pictures back and that was via delivered via one of these, these CubeSats. Now CubeSats are they're basically off the shelf, you know, cheap satellites, mm-hmm. small, the size of a briefcase. Yep. And they went along in parallel and they so it was a technology demonstration for them. They worked flawlessly. Both of them sent back information. They sent two because they thought one mightn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're flown straight past Mars. They haven't entered orbit, but they've demonstrated this technology can be used in deep space. Because yeah. up until now CubeSats have only been used in orbit around Earth. Was the concern about the the weak signal that they'd be sending back because yeah. of the size and the yeah. technology they used i think this x-band um antenna system like a sort of a grill that they carried with them they weren't sure how that was going to work it worked 
perfectly. They even got photos. They had little cameras on board, so they've got photos as they flew past Mars. Oh, awesome. So that was a great thing, and they and they predict that you know as as NASA does, they they build on things in a in a cumulative way. So you could expect to see CubeSats being used on deep space mm-hmm. missions in future from now on, mm-hmm. where, where appropriate, when there's benefits to be had. Now, just briefly. With InSight, they're going to study the interior of Mars, and that's with a view to understanding the uh, geology, whether there's water below the surface. Mm -hmm. Any seismic activity underneath, Absolutely, whether there's Mars quakes, and they think there are. They've, they've, uh, I think they've had other instruments on earlier landers mm-hmm. that have suggested that. So they want to confirm that. And also that uneven magnetic field, that might be something they can mm-hmm. shed some light on by, uh, by looking below the surface. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, really ex- exciting. The uh, first shot did come back uh, a little bit dirty and dusty, but that's because there is a cover and there's also a lot of dust in the air right. from all that landing. So they there. knew because it uses jets to uh, to actually do a powered descent until touchdown, that kicks up a lot of dust and throws it up into the air and that comes down onto the, the lander itself mm-hmm. after landing. And uh, so you can imagine just landing in this really big cloud of dust with chunks of, of rock and dust being mm. blown up by the uh, the jet thrusters underneath the craft. Uh, and, uh, and, and so some of that has landed on the the uh, the lens cover which is trans transparent mm-hmm. uh, but the first view we've had has got all these little dots on it you can see the horizon you can actually see a rock in the foreground it looks like a flat location mm-hmm. uh, which is what they wanted so but that cover's designed to come off anyway so they'll yeah, they'll, right. they'll actually dispose of that and yes, then there'll be and a then, nice clear there'll be a clear image. view yeah. once the once the dust settles so they don't do that immediately it's an acronym insight stands for interior exploration using seismic investigations geodesy and heat transport so that's kind of describing what happens here? The stationary lander is equipped with a seismometer called uh, SEIS, produced by the French space agency SNES, and that measures heat transfer with a heat probe called HP3, produced by the German space agency DLR, to study the planet's early geological evolution. It's landed. It's always exciting to see that well, first photo from you know from a lander. Well, the, in a new location. Uh, the excitement in the room is quite contagious. Actually, he's just watching the stream. I didn't watch it live. I've watched uh, some of the videos, the recorded stuff afterwards, and just seeing the excitement of the team in there and uh, high fiving and hugging and uh, you know, shouting. I mean, that never gets old. That's uh, it's an amazing experience to to watch that at least. Absolutely, they want to use these instruments to understand the interior and understand the formation evolution of terrestrial planets through the investigation of the interior structure and processes on Mars. So Mars is considered kind of like an, an example of, of how other terrestrial planets formed mm-hmm. in the solar system, the inner solar system. So we're talking about Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars. They're the terrestrial planets. Once mm-hmm. you go out past the asteroid belt, they become gas planets mm-hmm. like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. The other thing is tectonic activity determine the present level of tectonic activity and meteorite impact rates on Mars. Mm. So they'll be able to pick up when things strike the surface and make deductions about that as well. Mm. So all in all, really exciting start to the Mars InSight mission, delayed by a couple of years, but great that they're there now. Let's hope those deployments of those instruments using the crane go <laughs> go smoothly. And the tool that they actually delayed the launch on yeah, exactly is, is actually worked properly. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.